No one has to convince you to do something you love. You just do it. Hi, my name is Tippy, also known as Journal Ho, the journaling stand. And I am here today to talk to you about loving journaling. The reason I want to talk about loving journaling is because that really is the secret to keeping yourself journaling. And journaling is something that came naturally to me. It's something that I do regularly. I don't do it every day, but it is something that I do regularly. And I'm able to do it regularly for one simple reason, and that is I like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> I found I find value in it. It's something I really want to do. So I noticed that a lot of journalers out there have some issues with journaling where they're not keeping up with it as often as they'd like to. And that's pretty much it. It's, it's well, that's not the only issue they're having, but as far as the issue of keeping up with it, the secret is to like it. And I went and looked up some different tactics that a person could use in order to keep themselves journaling. And they're fine. They're fine. I'm not here to shade any other kind of blog or anything like that. But discipline tactics, brain tricks, reminders, to-do lists, alarms, that kind of thing doesn't work for everybody. I'm one of those people where using discipline tactics doesn't work for me. In order for me to stick with something, I actually have to like what I'm doing and I actually have to find value in it. It has to come from a genuine place. It has to come from an emotional place. So that's what I want to talk to you about, okay? Everything I'm about to say is gonna come from my own personal experience and let's get into the discussion. So loving journaling, in order to get to the place where you just naturally journal because you want to journal, as I said before, you have to love it. So in order to love journaling, you have to bring things that you love into journaling. That's it. You have to bring things that you love into journaling. An example of that is going to be if you enjoy being outside, if you like the sun, if you like the sun's rays, that's how I am. I love being outside. I love sitting in the sun. If you're also that kind of person, go outside to journal. Make it attach your journaling practice to something that you know that you're already into and that'll help you stick with it. Okay, go outside and journal. Another tip I have for you is to have a journaling playlist. I have a journaling playlist on Spotify called Journaling Your Ass Off. It's just a bunch of lo-fi music. If you want to use that, use that. But make your own playlist. Create your own vibe, okay? You can use tea to create a vibe. You can use um, uh, fragrance, incense, and candles to create a vibe. Again, you can go outside to create a vibe. Sometimes I like to get me a little wine when I journal. So do what it is that you have to do in order to create an atmosphere. Put yourself and put your brain in something that is interested in, in a state of intrigue and comfort. You want to make sure that you're feeling good as you're journaling, okay? Now... When I picture people who have 
a hard time journaling. I picture people who at the end of their day, after they went from work, after they've taken care of kids, did something that takes a lot of energy out of person, that they plant themselves at a desk and they force themselves to write. That's what I see. That's how I envision the individuals who have problems with journaling. So don't plant yourself at a desk. Make it a whole thing. Get you a hot shower first. Eat you a hot meal first. Get yourself prepared for your journal because it is an enjoyable experience. All the things that were clogged in your mind, you get to put those out. Just like how at the end of your day, at the end of a hard day, a good shower is so nice. Everything that happened, everything that was, you just get to take that off. So with the journal, it is the same thing, okay? Also, try not to think of it as a chore. I'm not really a fan of the idea that you have to journal every day because I feel like that's putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. You might not have anything to say every day. When you're journaling, you're journaling for your future self, right? So every day of your life, you might not have something to say to that future self. You might not have something that you want that future self to know. And that can change over time as you live and as you go through different days that are packed with different experiences and different emotions. You might decide, okay, well, the mundane, regular, degular stuff is something that I also want to keep in my journal. That's a decision that you could make. That's definitely a decision that you can make. But I don't subscribe to the idea that one must have a diary entry every single day that sounds exhausting that sounds like a chore that sounds like work okay for me personally when I have gaps in my journal that tells me something and it tells me something because it tells me that I have not been doing something that I truly enjoy doing which is a sign that okay I'm starting to fall off I'm starting to sink somewhere that I don't want to sink I'm starting to be someone that I don't want to be So what I don't write gives me information just like what I do write. And that's important to me. That's a part of the experience. So don't be hard on yourself. Don't force yourself to take on a tactic, a task, or a challenge within journaling that isn't genuinely yours. Just because everybody and a mama on the internet says that you have to journal every day doesn't mean you have to. If it aligns with your goals for journaling, for you to journal every day, then that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, For example, I have a gratitude journal and I I try to write in that every day. I don't end up writing it in it every day, but I do want to write in it every day because I'm using it as a tool to make sure that I stay someone who is appreciative of my daily life. So I try to write in that one every day. But as far as a general diary goes, don't force yourself to write every day. Okay. I know that was a sidebar from loving journaling, but I feel that that was very important to to mention because 
so many people are making journaling so much harder for themselves because they're forcing themselves to follow these rules that they don't necessarily have to follow. So I hope that that gives you some freedom to be free and freedom to be flexible within the journal. Aside from learning, from learning, (laughs) aside from loving journaling from for exactly what it is, you need to have an emotional reason for wanting to be there, for wanting to be with the journal. When I say emotional reason, what I'm talking about is you have to have a specific goal. You're not journaling for no reason, at least I hope not. Because if you are someone who's journaling just because you heard that it was going to be good for you and that that's something that you should be doing, if there's a should that's leading you, I apologize. I don't have any advice for you to help you do something that you don't genuinely want to do. So in order to anchor yourself to journaling, in order to be that person who just journals regularly, then you need to know why you're journaling. You might be thinking, I already know why I'm journaling. I'm journaling for my mental health, or I'm journaling to help me manage my stress, or I just want to get the benefits that people tell me that I'm going to get. Dig deeper. If you are journaling to manage your stress, to manage anxiety, maybe you're having some depressive thoughts, I'm not a therapist, but whatever the case may be, Look into that. Decide, okay, I'm journaling because I want to uh, better my, my, I want to help myself deal with my anxiety. I feel overwhelmed all the time. Dig deeper than that. Once you feel less overwhelmed, once you get into your journaling practice and you receive the benefit of being less overwhelmed from it, what does that do for you then? How do you benefit from that? Where do you go? What can you have? Who can you be? What can you see? What is that going to feel like? What is that going to feel like? So have this conversation with yourself. Bring yourself back to the core goal. What is it that you are trying to fulfill? Okay, who is it that you are trying to be? Where is it that you are trying to go? You have to remember your reason for journaling in the first place. Now, something I like to do in my journals, yes, plural, because I do have more than one, but something I like to do in my journals is when I get a new one, I like to write in the cover, in the first couple of pages, what I have this journal for. I like to write down here is, well, first <laughs> I start off with the phrase new journal who this, cause why not? So I start off with the phrase new journal who this, but after that I put what I am looking forward to receiving from the journal. I just am readying myself from the ride. I write down what I'm trying to accomplish, what kinds of things I want to see as far as categories, what kind of things I want to see. Am I looking to develop a skill, manage a habit, whatever the case may be, whatever the reason it is for me to for me to be journaling, I put it on the first page slash the cover of that journal because that is going to take my journal from 
just being a a notebook a really cute notebook is going to take it from that to being something that I specifically attach to something that is of value to me to a way that I want to grow to somewhere that I want to go to someone who I want to be, how I want to see myself, I create that attachment. So when I pick up the journal, I'm ready, okay? That goes along with you liking the journal that you choose, the physical notebook. When you go shopping and you go to pick something to help you move along with your goals, yes, you can get you any kind of notebook, You can get you any kind of journal. It can be loose leaf paper and a binder. It can be whatever you want that produces the capability of journaling. However, I do believe that there's just that extra oomph. There's just that extra something inside of having pieces of equipment that you actually feel proud of, especially if it's just something that's not going to frustrate you. So some people really care about having ribbons in their journal. It's so important for them to have the convenience of knowing where they stopped writing. So if you can foresee that being convenient for you, get you a journal with a ribbon in it because you're not going to want to write in a journal that's irritating. You're not going to write in something that is cumbersome to use. You're just not going to want to do it. You're going to associate the activity with mild aggravation. And that's just not something you want. So get you a journal that's practical for you. Look and check to see if the pages are perforated. If they're perforated and you are someone who plans on ripping those out, then you're good. If you're somebody like me and you want all your pages to be preserved, you may or may not have a problem with that. So consider that as well. If you're a doodler, you might prefer the blank journal to the lined journal. I have recently learned that acid-free pages don't yellow. So maybe this is a burner journal that you plan on never looking at again and no one can ever see it. It's probably just a rant journal. So keep that in mind. Keep your experience in mind because the experience that you have while journaling and then while you go back to read the journal is going to help keep you stuck to it, okay? I recently started, well not recently, but it's not something I was always doing. But I started writing in color. I like writing in color. It looks pretty when I go to read it. It's my thing. It's what I like to do. And on top of that, I like to write across the journal. Instead of writing on one page and then writing on the other page, filling them up, I write across the journal. So my sentence might start on the left side of the left page and end on the right side of the right page crossing over the spine to me it just looks beautiful when I read it go ahead and do that if you rock with the idea but it looks beautiful when I read it and I just love it (laughs) I just love it I love the way it looks and it gives me joy as well to think about how the older version of me is going to feel when she goes and looks at this So keep these things in mind, okay? I can probably come up with some other ways and some other ideas of how you can love journaling. But one, I don't like my episodes to be too long. And two, this is going to have to be a journey for you. 
you are going to have to figure out what you like, what you don't like. Try things. A journal is very creative. And I don't just mean creative as in the bullet journals that you see on Instagram where you have the different spreads and the different colors and such. I don't mean creative like that. I mean creative as in you have the ability to just go. Try this. See what works. Oh, I like this. Let me add a little extra seasoning to it. Do different things. Figure out what works for you. Play with your environment. Play with the materials you use, pens included. Uh, play with different styles of writing. Play with different times of day of writing. Okay. Again, this is something that I can probably talk on and on about because I love journaling so much. So it's easy for me to talk about different things that make me love journaling. But I just wanted to give you a little taste and tell you the secret to sticking with journaling. I really feel like it's just actually loving it. Okay. No one has to convince you to do something you love. You just do it. So I hope this was helpful for you. Again, my name is Tiffy, also known as Journal Health at Journaling Stand. And I do want to remind you that there are always prompts on journalhold.com. So pop up there, check it out, support, do what you do. And thank you for being here and happy journaling.